Hi, it's Dwyer, gamblersadvisory.com, a free site, bettingangle.us, a free site. Today is Tuesday, March the 8th, 2022. Let's talk about a very important fight film. It's a contrast of styles. It's what not to do against a pressure fighter, right? It's Chocolatito's recent victory over Julio Cesar Martinez. But remember, the opinion you should follow should be your own. Just consider this video to be a second opinion from a complete stranger online. Now, Chocolatito almost certainly is a future Hall of Famer. This was a guy who, according to reports, was unbeaten as an amateur. when something like 88 and 0. Then he was unbeaten as a pro for at least the first, let's say, 35 fights. In fact, more than that. I believe he was unbeaten into his late 30s, early 40s. It looked at one point like he was going to get to 50, right? Obviously, Floyd Mayweather got to 50, unbeaten. But then Roman Gonzalez started having problems. Now, let me just say, I didn't make a pre-fight video on this fight, Roman Gonzalez against Julio Cesar Martinez, because I wasn't sure how it was going to go. Gonzalez is 34 years old. When you're 34, down around 115 pounds, folks, that's the equivalent to being, let's say, 46 at heavyweight. Right? Boxing's an unforgiving sport. When you're well into your 30s, down at the lower weights, you're very vulnerable. Age could creep up on Roman Gonzalez at any time, especially given his fight style. And let's be clear on his fight style. Folks, this is a guy who hardly throws jabs. I recently made a video on one of my favorite fighters, former heavyweight champion Larry Holmes. This is the other side of Larry Holmes, right? This is 180 degrees away from Larry Holmes. Holmes was a guy who you had to find him first. You had to get through the jab. Here, you don't have to find Chocolatito. He comes knocking on your door. He's not throwing a jab. He's coming in with a high guard. Now understand, this is just my own bias. Every person who looks at fights has their own set of ideas, right? I prefer the guy who's unpredictable, what I call adaptive reactive, right? A guy who you can't duplicate in sparring. You can't prepare for him. Because the guy is ad-libbing. He has a core set of skills. And he's developed them to the point where he doesn't have to be like everyone else. Right? The great ones, as I like to say, as Bill Russell still says, are always different. So Larry Holmes would have his hands low. Right? You didn't know where Larry was throwing his punches. 
and Larry Holmes would move a little bit. Right? So the pocket was always developing. It wasn't formed. And as you went looking for Larry Holmes, you got hit with jabs. Larry also had a great wide right hand. Right? And the jab, you didn't know where exactly he was throwing it because he was throwing it from his waist. Now, Chocolatito, and I know there are many people who prefer structure. Right, who get the idea of the importance of having a hand up. Chogolatito comes in with his hands up here, folks. Right? He is very structured. This is a fastball pitcher. As I like to say, you know, the fastball pitcher comes in and knows what pitch he's gonna throw. Right? The hitter could be a fastball hitter. The fastball pitcher comes in, relief pitcher mentality in American baseball, comes in and he's going to throw smoke because the idea is whatever you're good at hitting, you can't hit what I'm throwing. Chocolatito comes in, he's hardly throwing jabs, folks. He has his hands up, you know where the punches are coming from. He wants a pocket to form. If you move, he follows you. There's no misdirection, lateral movement, and stuff like that. He's not trying to throw punches off at the side at weird angles. No, he's in front of you. What he's trying to do is to wilt you with accurate power shots with both hands. Right? He's not coming in on a side profile, folks. He's coming in like this. He's 5'3 with a bend. Right? So he's trying to be in front of you crouched and not give you much to hit while he's in front of you. At his best, he's a sequentialist. In other words, you throw a right hand, Chocolatito fills the space. As you're throwing a right hand, he throws a left hand where your right hand used to be. You're open. Then, of course, Chocolatito continues throwing punches. He's not a pot shotter. Right? This is not Floyd Mayweather. This isn't a guy coming in with a side profile who's hiding his head, right, who doesn't have his hands like this a lot of the time. He actually has his hands like this. And who's looking to land strategic shots. No, Chocolatito is going to empty the cabinet. So when he throws that left hand after you throw your right hand that he's caught on a forearm, he continues throwing punches. He'll come back with the left, he'll double up, He'll throw right hands. He wants you pinned against the ropes. He can't hide. Martinez is a blessed puncher. You'll notice that with the fight won in the 12th round, Chocolatito, who takes punches back, 
right? Even though he has his hands up, he's throwing so many punches, you can land on him if you have timing. You'll notice Chocolatito takes big shots in the 12th round. This is not prime Josh Taylor. This isn't the guy who has the fight won and then decides, okay, look, I'm just going to coast to the finish line. Why should I be in a developed pocket taking artillery back? No, this is the fastball pitcher. He's still throwing fastballs. He's still in his construct in the last round. So you'll notice Martinez lands some big shots on him. In that 12th round, right? But Chocolatito, of course, is in character. He takes the shots. His defense is really, you know, throwing punches back at you. Power shots. Now, I have mixed feelings about this. Because you know Chocolatito is going to be in the line of fire. Because you understand that his game is really throwing power shots in an exchange and trying to outland the opponent behind a high defensive guard. And because you know Chocolatito isn't, let's say, fluid with it. In other words, Canelo is fluid with it. Canelo can actually get out of construct. He can move from side to side. Canelo tries to hypnotize you with his hands. He's moving his hands like this, so you don't exactly know when the punches are coming. This is with Canelo trying to pin you on the ropes. Gonzalez has none of that. Right? Gonzalez isn't there trying to hypnotize you and stuff like that. Gonzalez isn't doing quick pivots so he can throw a right hook or something. No, Gonzalez is in front of you. Right? He comes up to you. The whole ruse is, hey, you can't get through my guard. And I'm a skilled counterpuncher. The minute you throw, I'm going to start opening up. Also, I'm bent over to hit my body, which Rung Visai did, the guy who beat him twice. You're going to have to get really low. Right? Let me also point out, too, a skill that no one ever talks about. It's the Floyd Mayweather skill of walking a guy into a shoulder. Right? Here... Julio Cesar Martinez fights the wrong fight. The last place you want to be against Chocolatito is in front of him standing upright, backing up, having him determine where the two of you are going to be, having him getting you on your back foot upright where you can't get leverage on your shots. Now, Floyd Mayweather was able to stay in the middle of the ring when he wanted. A guy would come up to him and the guy would be on his shoulder. Mayweather had a here trigger left hook. Mayweather wasn't standing straight up. Mayweather would be in a crouch. 
the guy could not move Mayweather off the spot. If the guy made a mistake, Mayweather could end the fight with the hair trigger left hook, or Mayweather could come across with a straight right hand. A lot of the shots hit Mayweather not on the forearm, but on the shoulder, on a bicep. Right? Mayweather gave you little to hit, not just with the crouch, but with the fact that it's a side view. Because boxing doesn't allow you to hit a guy in the back or hit a guy in the back of the head, right? Mayweather's side view deprived you of one of your hands. Chocolatito without one of his hands would be greatly diminished. A lot of his attack is being almost parallel you, where he can open up with two hands. Now, Julio Cesar Martinez, I didn't get it. He is standing outside, right? He's standing upright. He gets hit in the face, and then he tries to, you know, egg Chocolatito Juan to throw some more punches and stuff like that. Folks, you don't have to do that. Chocolatito already is throwing a lot of punches. What's the Roman Gonzalez fight you saw where Chocolatito's not throwing punches? Right? The guy who is coming after you, Mike Tyson, you don't have to dare him to hit you. That's what the guy wants to do already. That's his plan A. Right? Also, somebody explained to me how Martinez thought he was going to win this fight by being between Gonzalez and the ropes. I didn't get it. Did this guy not watch the Rung Versailles fights where Rung Versailles is low and is throwing shots to the body? You understand, when a guy comes in against you with a tight construct, and it's tight, it's the opposite of Larry Holmes. Chocolatito's coming in, his hands are up, right? And he's trying to be in front of you. So he wants a pocket formed. Then he wants to trade with you. He doesn't want to be far enough outside on a back foot behind a jab. So you understand, you've got to open Chocolatito up. He wants to be on his front foot. He wants to be collapsing the pocket. You need to tilt him on his back foot. You need to have the pocket not be immediately formed. You need to turn him. You need to eliminate one of his hands. Now, maybe the moment got too big for Martinez. Martinez, after all, blew the weight, right? Didn't? make Wade the first weigh-in. Wade more than Chocolatito for the fight. He blew the weight. Then, in the ring, he's too upright. And he's too close against Chocolatito, a guy who's not throwing jabs, a guy who's front foot, not back foot. A guy who's not bashful and is high volume. Right, so Martinez, 
didn't have the right game plan. As Mike Tyson used to say, everyone has a plan until they get punched in the mouth. Here it was clear by round six, Martinez had been punched in the mouth and had had problems. Right? So, where does it stand for gamblers? Folks, unfortunately, father time is unbeaten. Right? Roman Gonzalez has lost, and I'm just going off memory here, at least three of his last ten fights. His three losses have all come in his last ten fights. Double-check me on that. Right? He's 34 years old. He's not a guy who can stick and move. He can't have slow rounds. He needs to trade. He gets hit. Right? If his next opponent has a jab, in other words, would have an advantage from distance, and has legs to create slow rounds, to make Gonzalez actually have to spend part of the round trying to find him, and can take away one of Gonzalez's hands by having a shoulder in the middle of the pocket then I would say that fighter is going to be a live underdog. But if you're a guy who wants to duke it out in the pocket, wants the pocket to form, wants the other guy to find you, you're going to have problems against Gonzalez because this is a guy who has a lot of fights, is a future Hall of Famer, has had championships, knows his way around the pocket. Martinez stayed in the pocket here against a guy who knew his way around the pocket. And Martinez was upright. His style of fighting works better against lower volume guys. It's hard to play to the crowd when the other guy is out throwing and outlanding you. Right? So it's a bit of a shocker to me. Again, I didn't make a pre-fight video. But there's a seven-year age gap here, folks. 27 versus 34. Martinez has a punch. Gonzalez, like the Major League relief pitcher, who's a fastball pitcher, is predictable. Right? I understand. If I'm in the batter's box against Aralis Chapman, he's going to throw fastballs. Right? This is the opposite of going up against a Greg Maddox, where you're like, what's he going to throw? You're thinking about it. By the time you figure it out, you have two strikes on you. Right? You're like, I'll be doggone. This guy threw a changeup with the second pitch of my at-bat? Right? Gonzalez isn't Greg Maddox. It's the same style he's coming forward at you. He's kind of like light heavyweight champ Joe Smith. You understand, he's going to be front foot heavy. He's going to be trying to corner you. I did not see where Martinez was ready for that. 
right? Gonzalez came in with his usual A game. And Martinez had nothing new in response. And it cost him. That's how I see it. Let me hear from you. I have the highlights of the fight in my favorites folder here on YouTube. If you haven't seen it, give it a look. It's a very important fight because every division has these hyper-aggressive guys. I mentioned Joe Smith at light heavyweight. You also have Arthur Baturbiev in the same division. Right? The way Martinez should have fought this fight is the way light heavyweight champion Dimitri Bivol fought and beat Joe Smith. Right? You've got to move. You've got to change the tempo. You have to force the other guy to come find you. You have to take advantage of spacing and throw a jab when the guy who's a hooker is too far away from you to throw his power shots. You have to have the guy walk into a shoulder. You have to highlight to the judges the fact that you're the one determining when the parties engage. Martinez didn't do enough of that, and it cost him. That's how I see it. I look forward to your comments. Thanks for stopping by.